Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, where we have conversations with ordinary people to learn how our extraordinary God is at work in people's lives and in the world today. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited you've joined us. I am so excited to have back on the podcast my good friend, Rich Scheip. Now, Rich was the second guest we had on this podcast. It's been about two years ago, Rich, that we brought you on here, and now you've agreed to come back on. I take that as a good sign. Welcome back, Rich. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Brett. I'm looking forward to talking to you today. In our previous episode, which I believe was episode number four, if I remember correctly, I'd have to go back into the archives and look. We talked about the topic of politics, and as a Christian, how do we relate to this topic of the government and politics? Since you live in the D.C. area and since you have a background in politics, it was a very stimulating discussion. I really appreciated coming on to do that. This time around, we're going to go in a more shall we say, spiritual direction. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, one of the things we do in life is we read the Bible because we believe the Bible is God's word. The God of the universe who created everything has spoken to us. He's given us a book with his words in it. And so it's very vital to us, the Bible. And I will encourage all Christians, and I have for a long time now, to make sure at some point in their lifetime to read the entire Bible. With that in mind, Rich, you've read the entire Bible before, but you kind of did something a little different here recently. Why don't you tell our listeners what you've done? Sure. So I was inspired uh, in listening to your podcast, actually. Uh, your very first episode, uh, you had a guest on named Lee Corning talking about his experience. He said that he read the Bible, whole Bible in six days. And as I understand, he's done that multiple times. And I'm on a sabbatical right now. And one of the things that, that it just inspired me there and is, is something that I want to be able to do during my sabbatical have, and, and I'm just so thankful to the Lord to give me the, the time and space to be able to do this. But starting on Monday morning of one week, 7.30 a.m., I just started reading the Bible. And I, uh, of course, took a break at night to, and breaks for different things along the way. But I finished it in five days, completing the entire Bible by Friday evening, 9.30 p.m. and I set out to read it in five days, I guess, because I'm a little competitive. I wanted to do one better than Lee Corning. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I was thinking, well, I'll, I'll go for five. And if it doesn't work, I'll have, a, I'll have my built-in sixth day to finish it out. But I was able to do it in five days. Oh, that's spectacular. And uh, little little inside information here. This morning, as I was thinking about our podcast, it hit me. And I, and I hate when I get great ideas too late. <laughs> this is one of those cases. I thought... I'm going to text Lee and see if there's any chance he'd be willing to come on this call as well. <laughs> yeah. And let him hear, you know, a little bit and, and maybe you guys talk a little bit about your experience to get in terms of, you know, comparative analysis, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, and, mm-hmm. and kind of share notes with one another on, on your experience. And so, yeah, uh, he, he, I told him the time of our, our recording here and he graciously texted me back and said, Oh, I'd love to do that. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm busy, uh, at that cool. time. But um, I'd, love, I'd love to meet the guy who, who uh, read it in five days. So. <laughs> well, I got, I mean, if anybody wants to do this themselves, they should go listen to his episode because he, he provided a lot of really helpful tips. And I, I really gleaned from that. Um, that was helpful to me. So in about a year, I'll be doing, I read the Bible in four days with Lee Corning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will be pushing each other, you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. All right. So for the average reader, it takes 80 hours to read the mm-hmm. Bible for the average adult reading speed. They, I've read this okay. numerous, from numerous sources. It takes about 80 hours mm-hmm. to read the Bible. 
Okay. What was your time? Did you figure out how many hours you actually spent doing this? Yeah, I was thinking about this more. I, I, I started, uh, you know, writing down my times on Monday and then for, then along the way, I just forgot to write them down. And so I lost track. But I, I going back and looking at it and considering, because I had a couple of meetings that I went to that were about hour-long meetings here or there during the week. And so I, I, while I was driving, I would just start listening to it so I could maximize that time. But I, uh, I'm thinking it was about between 12 to 13 hours or so. Um, per day. Each day. Yeah. Per day. Yep. So for and, five days, you did it in, what, 65 hours roughly? Yeah, something like that. And the... Like, I mean, just like on Friday, as an example, I started at 7 a.m. and I had two meetings that day. So, and one of them, you know, so it, it was about an hour and a half of meetings and about 45 minutes of driving. So, um, hour and, a, and so 7 a.m. to 9.30 and do a little bit of just listening. Of course, when I'm listening to it, I'm listening at a much slower pace than I can read because the recording is not, I don't have a, the ability to speed it up. But the, um, what I'm reading, I read a, a significantly faster than the average Bible recording. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was tremendous experience. And I, I did a lot of uh, reading out loud as well. Mm. And I did reading while I was walking. So I took a number of long walks, just had the app up open on my phone, made the font bigger. So it was easier to walk and read, you know, walk and read, Mm -hmm. um, without having to squint my eyes too much. But I have a a standing desk that can raise and lower. So I did a lot of standing and I did a lot of sitting I was by the end of it just physically very exhausted. I mean, mm-hmm. just really, really bent. But I enjoyed it. I mean, it was like because because you know, in seminary, college, you know, I've done a lot of reading, and you know, you have those assignments where I got to read all these pages by you know by Monday morning, and you you really you know knock out a bunch of pages. And it doesn't take long, even if it's enjoyable reading, to to just kind of get worn out of it. And mm-hmm. it's like I, but I I actually to be honest didn't experience that. I was just. <laughs> it really was a page turner. And then the other thing that I did, and I don't know if Lee has t- done this approach in his uh, reads, but I really appreciated doing it chronologically. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a resource I want to recommend to everybody called Bible Reading Plan Generator.com. Bible Reading Plan Generator.com. And you can go on there and set and basically build yourself a reading plan. And so, this is what I use to map out my five days, but this would be a tremendous resource for anybody if you know you're setting yourself a plan and you and they've got a number of different plans in there um, that you can choose from that that basically take you through the Bible in different orders. Whether you know it's just traditional, I'm going to start at the beginning and go to the end, or different plans that combine a little Old Testament and New Testament every day. But you can also set it so that it like what's your what's your pace, you know? So do mm-hmm. I want to do this in 365 days? Um, or do I want to do it in 90 days, you know, or do I want to do it in half a year or do it this summer or, or maybe a little longer uh, and it builds a sheet for you and creates PDF that you can print off with little check boxes. It's, it's really handy. And so I use that to build the plan and it allows you to, to decide, you know, how much do you want to, do you want to, you know, how much do you want to do every day? And so it divides it. So, so it's fairly even every single day. Um, but with the chronological, and sorry, I'm talking so much here, but with the chronological, I, I really appreciated having, putting everything in context with one another so mm-hmm. that, you know, like I, I find that the, the, um, the prophetic books, all the prophets in the old Testament, the major and the minor prophets to be some of the hardest to read and, mm. and most difficult to understand because there's so many 
idioms and references to places and and events that are just kind of like, okay, what what is this, what is this talking about? But when those those books are set within the context of their historical points mm-hmm. in you know kings and such chronicles, um, they're just a lot more rich without having to get other resources, commentaries, or you know book intros or other things like that that can help. So I just loved having all of that, just seeing the the entire story of God unfold just so quickly. I feel like I got this massive download of the mind of God all at once. <laughs> wow! Not, not that I'm there at all, but it's just it just it was just so filling. It's hard to it's hard to describe, but it was such a amazing event. I would imagine that it was helpful for you to have the variety of listening some, reading some, reading out loud doing it in different settings, uh, mixing mm-hmm. it up like that. I want to ask a little bit more here about the logistics before we sure. shift more toward the spiritual. What percentage of the time were you using a Bible app to listen, and what percentage mm-hmm. of the time were you just reading straight from your traditional leather Bible, bound Bible? Yeah, yeah. So I only listened the few times I had to drive somewhere. So I would say it was um, maybe only 5% if that Okay. Wow. Uh, was listening. It was all reading, you know, for the most part. I think that might be different from so, what Lee did. Yeah, Lee said that um, he he found a uh, an audio product that that read it. You know, so so he was reading while he was listening at the same time, which is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find one. I, I used the Christian Standard Bible. I couldn't find one that I liked with that version, and so I just uh, read without the audio and only used audio when. I was driving. So when you were using audio and driving, did you not use Christian Standard Bible or did you use a different? I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. It just it just was not what I wanted to do for all. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> 66 books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, a little bit more on the logistics side of this and the perseverance side of it. I almost texted you on Tuesday evening and then almost on Wednesday morning to say, how are you doing? Because I figured by <laughs> I figured by about that point, because you had told me what you were planning on doing. Yeah, I figured by about that point you would know if you're going to make it through the week, and and I ended up not just. I thought, well, I don't want to distract him, or I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. him to be discouraged, or what. I'll just wait and see what happens. And of course, <laughs> it was really wonderful. I appreciated you thinking of me. You, as soon as you finished, you took a picture of Revelation chapter twenty-two, the final chapter of the Bible, and you you texted yeah. it to me, and on Friday night. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> and then, hey, come on my podcast and talk about it, you know? Yeah. So, but um, did you go through, like, you know, a lot of runners. It's been a long mm-hmm. time since I've run, but I've got kids that are running right now. You're, when you're a distance runner, you have to push through. Mm-hmm. And your body's telling you to quit. Mm-hmm. Did you go through that at all? Did you have any point where you're just like, oh, I don't know if I can pull this off? There was a... So I, I've done a little bit of distance running, so I know that feeling, and I, I didn't feel that same feeling. Mm-hmm. I did have a couple of moments of, I think it was like Tuesday night, where I was like, what have I done here? Is this even going to, you know, something's going to happen that's going to mess this up. And there was, there was little moments of panic, of a little, little momentary thoughts of fear that something's going to happen. I'm going to have to deal with something in the family or something, you know, and, and do, I, do I just hit pause and restart? But then, if I, but then I won't be able to say I did it in five days. <laughs> <laughs> I just went down those kind of thoughts, but no, not, not that runner's wall. I had each day mapped out so that I could gauge 
my progress to see mm-hmm. if I was like, it was even doable. Uh, cause I didn't, at the beginning, I didn't really even have any idea. Like I divided the Bible into five equal parts, but I had no idea how long it would take me in a day to do a day. Mm-hmm. So, so after successfully completing day one, and I was a little behind on day two, but not much. Like we're saying, we're talking like maybe 15 chapters. I felt good. Like okay, this is doable. I'm, I'm within striking distance. Then I started panicking about something's going to come up and I'm going to start over. <laughs> was there any part of you just like giving yourself grace saying, hey, you know, Lee did it in six days. It's okay if I ended up doing it six days if I had, inter- if I yes. had an interruption. Yes. You got that Absolutely. Saturday there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was definitely, I, that, that calmed me because I was like, eh, I guess it's Saturday's planned. Uh, mm-hmm. It's available. So, yeah, for sure. Any particular uh, feedback from your family through this process? Uh, my wife said she was a, a, a Bible widow. (laughs) 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 She, she's, she's writing a, a a debate textbook for high schoolers right now. And so she said, but it worked out good. (laughs) Kept you out of her Um, hair, right? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And they, yeah, my family all, uh, yeah, we planned it out and worked out some of those details how I would be able to because just so I could just focus on it mm-hmm. um, every day but then when I'd be done at night I was just wiped out and um, my back started hurting me by the end of the week and thankfully I'm feeling better from that now mm, good okay let's shift to the more spiritual aspect of this let's let's just go ahead and ask it in a very generic way kind of a mm-hmm. very open question in what way was this worth it spiritually mm, yeah so I think that you know, putting together, you know, we, we look at when we're, when we're reading the Bible, you know, how much do we normally read? I think you need to read maybe about three chapters a day, something like that, to be able to read the Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. Roughly. Um, mm-hmm. Three to four chapters yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that can feel like a lot, especially if they're long pages, but it's really not a lot of reading. And a lot of times when we're in that study, that kind of daily devotion, which is great, what can happen is that you start focusing on the individual trees and we do need to get into the detail of God, God's word. But the value that I found from this kind of reading is you get a bigger picture of the entire forest and the story of God. Um, and just to have that, just to be reminded of those bigger pictures, you know, from the, you know, the creation and this, the fall of mankind and then, you know, calling Abraham and the, particular people that he is going to to you know use to bring in the messiah to the world to, to bless that people and then through that people to bless the entire world and then all of that adventure in terms of the <laughs> you know it's just it, i mean i could just go on and on and 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 then the sad descent of the kingdom of israel you know first with the northern kingdom of israel falling and then eventually judah and all the different uh, prophets that are calling out against them and 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 then the messiah coming into the world and then the church being established and and how that's the big story of god and how we fit into that story and um and i think you know we know we we know these kinds of things it's like when you look at just the day-to-day of our lives just the drudgery of every moment and the difficulty of of hardship but then we, when we pull back a little bit and see our lives from a bigger picture and we see God's grace and his goodness, um, it's, it's a perspective that I think is really helpful to us to kind of pull back out of the moment mm-hmm. to 
see the bigger picture. So that was really, really big. And I, and I, and so that was probably the most filling. And I just got to say also that, that probably the, the, the one part now, now again, when you're reading through stuff quickly, you're not stopping to dwell on things. Yeah, this, and you wasn't need to a, do this was not an exercise in scriptural meditation. Correct. That's, that's exactly right. And you, we needed to do that. But I can tell you for a fact, though, the one part of scripture that you can't just read in long chunks are the Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just huge idea, you know, one sentence. And then whole new idea. <laughs> one sentence. <laughs> and I'm just reading those. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, just, I'm just reading through them. And in my mind, like, oh, that was really, and then I'm, well, no, I'm back, back to the next one. And so, whereas with all the other parts of scripture, you've got bigger themes running across um, larger sections of scripture. So you can really, it really can sink in more. Proverbs felt like I was just reading, reading text uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times. And then the other thing that really that was just so powerful to me in all of that is just the graciousness and goodness of God. Mm. He is so gracious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has revealed himself to us. And I, and I, and I also just, just confronted with just the own reality, my own reality of, of just the many times that I have, have had opportunities to just seek God through his word. And I don't, you know, because I'm tired or right? I don't feel like it or, um, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. <laughs> just all those kinds of things. But he is so gracious in making himself available to us. And and that's, I think, another massive theme that I got from it is that it's not about being good. It's about seeking God. Mm. You know, David, just incredibly wicked in his sin. Yet God says that he was a man after God's own heart. And um, I've always thought about that after in terms of David's heart was like God's, but I wonder if it was more like he's after it in terms of like, he's after God, like he is pursuing God. He's seeking God. One big thing I got that I did get from Proverbs is the beginning. It talks about how wisdom is seeking and calling us. It's available. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just respond to it. Just seek it and it's available to you. Yeah, But there will be this, a moment this morning. Yeah. In fact, and then there's a time when it's not available. It's no longer available. Yeah. You know, seek God today, you know, for there'll be a time that he is not available. Hosea 7.10 was one that I, I marked. Israel's arrogance testifies against them, yet they do not return to the Lord their God. And for all this, they do not seek him. And, you know, one of the things that I learned recently and I was sharing with some other guys was just, just that, you know, like, what's the opposite of evil deeds? According to scripture, the opposite of evil deeds is not good deeds. The opposite of evil is seeking the heart of God. Mm. Uh, it's about relationship. And I, and I think that's another thing that was just really struck me is that God has not presented his revelation to us in scripture in a systematic way. It's presented in story and mm-hmm. it's presented in heart. We're meant to connect with God, not just to have a mind loaded with data. We're not computers that interact with one another like computers and exchanging information. We, we relate to one another heart to heart mm. because we're made in the image of a God who relates to us with our heart. He, the mind needs to follow the heart. The mind needs to be in, in our knowledge and truth needs to be correct. That's absolutely true. But he wants us to connect with his heart. 
Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's just so easy to just become that Pharisee that's just all about the rules and, and making sure we're following out the policy and we got all, everything by the book. The truth is, and the reality is, is that none of us is righteous. And even the best of us are far from God's holiness. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's just about seeking God. And so that, to me, is another big challenge of it is just, it's just he has made such an incredible resource to us uh, here available to us with Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deacon. Amen to that. I was thinking about how you say that the graciousness of God is one of the things that kind of came to the forefront of your week mm-hmm. in reading the mm-hmm. entire Bible. And I also think about how so many people say they're not big fans of the Old Testament because it seems like God's so judgmental and, and harsh, mm-hmm. but in the New Testament, mm-hmm. Jesus is gracious. And yet, yeah. you said that that came out to you very strongly, the graciousness of God, yeah. when in reality, when you do a chronological read like this, I'm going to guess... You didn't get to the New Testament till maybe noon on Friday. Uh, I was or that uh, morning, mid morning, maybe or late, something. Late Thursday night. Okay, late Thursday night, and so yeah, I was only about I don't know twenty chapters into the New Testament by Thursday night. Yep. So <laughs> that just shows you in reading the Bible in five days, a full three and a half days, more than that, really, yep. was all Old Testament. Testament. Yeah, about four fifths is Old Testament. Yep. And then so much of what you just described when you talked about the graciousness of God, where you were giving examples about the Old Testament and. God's graciousness there. So I think that's important mm-hmm. for our, for uh, believers to recognize and understand the God of grace yeah. that we encounter in the New Testament is found throughout the Old Testament as well. It's it's not this that's right stark difference between the two. Absolutely. Between no, the no, two testaments that is no in in this witness of who God is and his character. Yes. Absolutely no question about that. Absolutely. Yeah, and it and it the, the challenge is, is that it's harder content sometimes to understand. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little farther away from us culturally, and so I, mean, I think one way to think about it is that it's like the Bible is is a giant mountain that even the greatest scholars of history that lived the longest time and spent all their lives studying it hardly even mind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so if you're a brand new Christian with very little understanding or knowledge of the past, it's like it's daunting. You start approaching it, it's just extremely difficult. And and I'll tell you, as a pastor, and I'm sure you've affirmed this, it's like, there's a lot of times where, I, you know, you read parts of it, like, oh, I have no idea. What in the world is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not It's not all easy. But I think the thing about it is that it's, you've got to start. You just got to start getting into it. And, you know, people have time at different levels and availability at different levels. But uh, if you're new to, the, to this and you've got the ability, go to a resource like BibleReadingPlanGenerator.com and give yourself at least a faster pace. Like I, I want to, like I really want to start learning and growing in my faith. Well, a good thing to do would be to try to tackle all scripture as quickly as you could, mm-hmm. and maybe do a ninety-day plan. And it's a lot, but it's not crazy. It's very reasonable amount of reading. Uh, and if you stick at it, it oh, it, it there's no doubt. If the average no American problem. spent ninety days in the normal amount of the time, they would watch te- television shows and or movies. Oh, yeah during that 90 yeah. days, and instead yeah. read the Bible, I guarantee you they would be able to read the whole Bible in 90 days. Now, yeah. that all said, I'm not wanting to be, in this podcast, putting a burden on people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anything, if you get anything out of this discussion today, it is the importance of reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Read it. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. start reading it. Set some goals. 
Maybe you do want yeah. to move faster through it. Maybe you want to be aggressive and say, I'm going to do 10 chapters a day. Well, you got Professor Horner's Bible reading plan. That's a great option there for you to get a mm-hmm. feel of all the Scripture because it's covering 10 different sections of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Or as Rich has mm-hmm. suggested, go to BibleReadingPlanGenerator.com. Yeah, you can make it, make it all kinds of different ways you want. You can print out PDFs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of plans out there. The main thing is get to reading God's Word so you can encounter Him, so you can know His mind and His heart and be able mm-hmm. to relate to Him because we've often said Christianity is not a religion. It's, it's not about religion. It's about relationship, a relationship yeah. with the God of the universe who loves you and sent His Son, Jesus yeah. Christ, to die on the cross, yeah. to bear the wrath of God that, that you and I rightly deserve uh, so that we can mm-hmm. be forgiven and have a relationship with him for all of eternity and to glorify him. So there, there's the gospel right there. But yeah, right. one more question, right. Rich, before we close out, and we're, we're about out of yeah. time here. You know, and you might have a lot of answers to this, so just, just pick one. But <laughs> okay. The book is a living document. And like you said, you can spend a lifetime studying it. So every time you read it, mm-hmm. don't be surprised. And every time you're reading a, another uh, portion of God's word, I try to read two or three chapters of the Bible. It's a little thing I've been doing for, for a year or two now. Read that section every day. For example, mm-hmm. this month, today, as of starting today, I'll be reading Luke, Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapters seven and eight, every day this okay. month for the month of March. Oh, cool! And it's amazing to me how, like, on day twenty-two, something will just jump off the page at me that I hadn't thought about before yeah. from that. Yeah, right. So, was there anything that was one of these eureka moments that you're reading it through again? You're doing it in five days. There might have been several moments like this where it just jumped out. He's like, whoa, I never thought about that before. I never noticed this before, even though you'd read it several times. I mean, I don't know how, yeah. many, how many times I've had that happen to me. It's like, I know I've read this yeah. several times, but it's fresh and it's like I've never seen it before. Yes. It's, it's, it's an area that I want to study more. How about that? Okay. So um, Romans 11 says that the ways of God are unsearchable and unknowable. Like how unscrutable are his ways, it says. In other words, his, his mind and his, who he is, his heart is so far above us. But one of the things that I was seeing as well as a theme in the other direction was the heart of man. Another verse I highlighted was Jeremiah 17, uh, 9. It says that um, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Mm-hmm. So I, I really understood that, like, okay, the sickness and our need for and our sin and the brokenness, I got that part. But who can understand it? Only, I, the, the, only Lord. the Lord can. Yeah. Yeah. It says, verse 10, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to his deeds. Anyway, there's just a huge area of theology that I don't know that I've studied a lot, which is just what the Bible reveals about the heart of mankind. Mm. Sim- simple uh, simple point of application for that one. So what, is that, <laughs> what, yeah, what does yeah. that say about almost every <laughs> Disney movie you've ever seen that says the answer is found in your own heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And then the Bible That's says true. you can't even understand your own heart. So why, why <laughs> go looking there, right? Yeah, right, right. Like, the answer is right, not exactly. found in my own heart. The answer is found in God. Right. That's right. And he's revealed that. He's revealed so much about that. And so that, that was a big area where I was like, wow, I think there's a lot of theology of humanity that I, I've, you know, not studied. I've studied a lot of systematic theology, you know, seminary and such. But humanity is not part of that usually, mm-hmm. um, just in simple ways. Like we're made in the image of God and we're all sinful and those kinds of things. But there's a lot of detail about people. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I, it's a whole area that I want to study and, um, 
and we'll see. Well, Rich, it's been great. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk to us here at Sound of Truth about your experience yeah. of reading through the Bible in five days. Congratulations. You're now the fastest Bible reader in Sound of Truth history. We give our kudos to Lee. He's got a great heart. Nice try, Lee. He can, he nice can try, take Lee. it. You know, so, um, and I just love also how this, you know, we're, we're coming almost, I don't know what episode number this will be, episode 200. Cool. And here we're talking about something that inspired you from all the way back two years ago from episode one of Sound of Truth. Mm, mm-hmm. So I love that. But <laughs> thank you, Rich. Well, I appreciate it, Brett. Thank you so much for your work. Uh-huh. God bless. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.